You're listening to Dr. D at the Boom Factor. If you're looking for some real life inspiration, maybe a tap on the shoulder, maybe a firm kick in the behind, listen to Dr. D. She'll give it to you straight with a biblical foundation. Thank you, Dr. D, from all your listeners. And those of you listening to Dr. D, woo! Give her a shout out and keep on listening. Dr. D at the Boom Factor. And this is Lisa over at Living at Lisa. Sharing her love for Dr. D's Boom Factor. Acre fam, this is Dr. D in the house, and I'm out here waiting on my Metro limo. And one of them just passed me up, and I was like, Okay, you don't just see me standing out here at the bus stop, just passing on through. Then I realized I don't have my eyeglasses on, so I can see, <laughs> but if I need to see anything close or any fine print, um, then I'm in trouble. So I'm gonna have to go when I get to. Inside of Walmart, I'm going to have to go over there to the pharmacy and give me some reading glasses for the day. But uh, I see I'm on this week, you know, uh, let's share. I want to share on singlehood. Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about being single and not only just being single, being single in the Lord. It's hard for our sisters out there, huh, y'all? I'm telling you, hold on, y'all. Trying to uphold the, the name of the Lord, right? We trying to do that. Proverbs 31 woman. We trying to make sure that we live in holy. We in our word, we praying, right? We we wanna, you know, we wanna get delivered from all our past baggage. And, and we wanna just make sure that God has restored our mind and, 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 and we really restored our soul. Because our soul consists of our mind, will, and emotions. And that's the thing. Because, you know, when you come out of a bad relationship or a bad marriage or anything that was not a blessing to you, it turned out to be a curse to you. You need a deliverance from that, right? You need to be restored. You know, we need to allow God to come to redeem us from all the brokenness, right? So, I'm going to talk about some things that that the Lord does for us as single women. All right, y'all single brothers that's listening out there, or men period, y'all listen out there, understand what I'm saying. You know, and I want you to chime in. If you have some thoughts and, and concerns or want to share your heart, feel free to chime on in and I'll plug you in. But uh, I've come to the conclusion and it's both ways. That sometimes, brothers, y'all don't know what y'all want. You, you want a God-fearing woman, but then you still want to act like you treat them like the world. Sisters, too. Sisters, I don't know what you want. Y'all want a God-fearing man, but then when they come step up to you, 
in a way that you never thought, then you're gonna have the enemy to just say all kind of voices your way and bring back old familiarity of things that you have supposed to be delivered from. And you start thinking crazy. So I, I want to be able to share with you guys some steps that I went through and God solidified me, strengthened me, I know my identity, and because of that now, you have boundaries set, right? With those boundaries, now a person can't just invade your life, okay? And you can tell that somebody trying to invade your space, invade your life, because as soon as you don't agree with what they're saying, as soon as you feel like, you know, no, that's not how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling. All of a sudden, the friction will start taking place, right? Well, we need to have some unity happening where everybody can be able to be understood. Ooh, y'all that scared me, y'all. I'm fighting. I'm fighting this. This, this, this. this stuff that's out in the air ain't catching me. I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. So... On my previous iPad, I, I seen I was going into this subject, so that's why I'm on this subject, you know. And I'm, I just want to share how to be single in the Lord and still maintain your integrity. How to be single in the Lord and still love beyond the call. How to be single in the Lord and wait on your husband in purity, no matter what nobody else think or say. You have to know that you are standing bold in the Lord and the power of His might. Alright, y'all stay tuned to the next episode. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D in the house. And yes, I'll, my topic this this week, we're going to talk about singleness in the Lord. Now, my walk, I just realized that I've been in the faith for 30 years. Wow. 30 years serving my Lord Jehovah, Yahshua HaMashiach. And I'm telling you, it has been a journey. I've experienced all kinds of stuff, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And at this very moment, I'm experiencing a level of God that I have never experienced before. And because of that, I feel that I can share with the anointing and with the power of God to help somebody out here to live a better life. Um, to know that you are needed in this life and you have a purpose in this life and especially being single And so all this week I'm gonna talk about singlehood now right now uh, I'm out here waiting on my, my, my limo and um, So you might hear some cars in the background but I love about Acre that you can speak anywhere right by the touch of your phone and because this is heavy on my heart um, my daughter had a conversation with me. I'm telling you, she is very, very, she has that spiritual mantle. And it had a situation that happened um, two weeks ago that it really, like, I had to shake out of it because I caught myself in an old familiar state that the Lord delivered me from. And the Lord had to shake me out of it and say, hold up, daughter, you better get back walking like you walking. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, and the power of God hit me so hard. He used a situation at Walmart. 
to show up and he not only delivered the other person he delivered me come on somebody you tell me god don't love us so what i want to share about is singlehood singleness in the lord yes you could be single in the lord and serve god with all your heart mind soul and strength while you are preparing for the next chapter of your life now you talking to a sister now i'm giving you some of my, my testimony i've been single in the world okay we're gonna talk about that i've been married but yet felt single i was divorced and became single again then i was single in a rebellious state then the lord snatched me back i was single in the lord got married again and wound up feeling single again but i'm married right so after that I was single in the Lord, but yet not serving Him to full capacity. So the world will call that backsliding, all right? So I was single in that state. And then the Holy Ghost start revealing some things to me. Because see, when the seed of righteousness is in you, you're only going to be able to go so far, you guys. You know, you're going to do what you got to do. But when the Lord says it's time, it's time, He's going to jerk your chain. He's going to pull you back in and say, all right, it's time. It's time to come on in and do my work. So that's what happened to me. And so, in 2004, a lot of stuff was happening to me. To the point where my my second to the oldest daughter, she got pregnant. Then I, I loved skating. I fell at the skate ring, wound up bleeding, and then kind of find out I had cancer. So that was my, my, my epic... Uh, encounter with God to begin living this singleness life, okay? And I'm going to tell y'all, when God has his hand on you, he got his hands on you. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing nobody else can do about it. God got his hand on you. So when the daddy has his hand on you, when God has his hand on you, guess what? People better be careful on how they treat you, how they talk to you. And the Lord showed me a scripture with Aaron and Moses. Um, when Aaron went against Moses with, with um, his sister, now the sister got leprosy, remember? But the mantle was not on his sister, the mantle was on Aaron. So nothing didn't happen to Aaron, right? But lo and behold, as soon as Moses died, what happened? Aaron got leprosy. See, that judgment is still lingering over us, but we feel because it's not showing up now that we good. We better watch ourselves because God loves his single. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Dr. D in the house. And yes, I'll, my topic this to this week, we're going to talk about singleness in the Lord. Now, my walk, I just realized that I've been in the faith for 30 years. Wow. 30 years serving my Lord Jehovah, Yahshua HaMashiach. And I'm telling you, it has been a journey. I've experienced all kind of stuff, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And at this very moment, I'm experiencing a level of God that I have never experienced before. And because of that, I feel that I can share with the anointing and with the power of God to help somebody out here to live a better life, um, to know that you are needed in this life and you have a purpose in this life. And especially being single. 
And so all this week, I'm going to talk about singlehood. Now, right now, uh, I'm out here waiting on my, my, my limo. And um, so you might hear some cars in the background. But I love about Acre that you can speak anywhere right by the touch of your phone. And because this is heavy on my heart, uh, my daughter had a conversation with me. I'm telling you, she is very, very, she has that spiritual mantle. And it had a situation that happened um, two weeks ago that it really like, I had to shake out of it because I caught myself in an old familiar state that the Lord delivered me from. And the Lord had to shake me out of it and say, hold up, daughter. You better get back walking like you walking. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, and the power of God hit me so hard. He used a situation at Walmart to show up. And he not only delivered the other person, he delivered me. Come on, somebody. You tell me God don't love us. So what I want to share about is singlehood. Singleness in the Lord. Yes, you could be single in the Lord and serve God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength while you are preparing for the next chapter of your life. Now, you talking to a sister, now I'm giving you some of my, my testimony. I've been single in the world. Okay, we're going to talk about that. I've been married, but yet felt single. I was divorced and became single again. Then I was single in a rebellious state. Then the Lord snatched me back. I was single in the Lord. Got married again. And wound up feeling single again. But I'm married, right? So after that, I was single in the Lord, but yet not serving Him to full capacity. So the world will call that backsliding, all right? So I was single in that state. And then the Holy Ghost start revealing some things to me. Because see, when the seed of righteousness is in you, you're only going to be able to go so far, you guys. You know, you're going to do what you got to do. But when the Lord says it's time, it's time. He's going to jerk your chain. He's going to pull you back in and say, all right, it's time. It's time to come on in and do my work. So that's what happened to me. And so in 2004, a lot of stuff was happening to me. To the point where my my second to the oldest daughter, she got pregnant. Then I I love skating. I fell at the skate rink, wound up bleeding, and then kind of find out I had cancer. So that was my 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 epic uh, encounter with God to begin living this singleness life. Okay, and I'm gonna tell y'all when God has His hand on you, He got His hands on you. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing what nobody else can do about it. God got his hand on you. So when the daddy has his hand on you, when God has his hand on you, guess what? People better be careful on how they treat you, how they talk to you. And the Lord showed me a scripture with Aaron and Moses. Um, when Aaron went against Moses with, with um, his sister, now the sister got leprosy, remember? But the mantle was not on his sister. The mantle was on Aaron. So nothing didn't happen to Aaron, right? But lo and behold, as soon as Moses died, what happened? Aaron got leprosy. See, that judgment is still lingering over us. But we feel because it's not showing up now that we good, we better watch ourselves. 
because God loves his single. Okay, what's up, what's up, what's up, Acre family? This is Dr. D back again, and I'm just trying to spend this little time with you guys because once I get in this kiosk, man, I'm going to be grinding all day long. And I'll probably be too exhausted to say anything, but I may holler at y'all tonight to give y'all a review of my day. But right now, we just on this subject of singleness in the Lord. And uh, this is a crucial topic because we do have a lot of singles out there, especially single women, just like single men. But it's different with the ladies than with the men. You know, you guys, y'all could go and handle y'all business, y'all meet uh, women, and you know, you act like you're into them, and then you see another one, then you enter that one, and then before you know it, you got like three, four different women that's in your circle, and you really don't know which one you want. You want them all, but you know, if you with the Lord, you can't have them all. You know what I'm saying? That's that right. And so, even with the brothers, the brothers need a deliverance because they still have this little player, I call it spiritual players, you know, um, that they're still lingering over there. And they say they want a, 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 a Christian woman that be able to support them, that got their back, that can pray, that, that can do, I mean, everything a brother want, God has it for you. Just like everything a woman want, God has it for you. We just got to be careful and just wait. And that's what I have been doing, and that's what I'm going to keep doing. And Lord have mercy, help me. It's been a long time coming. But Jesus, come on. <laughs> if I got to wait a little longer, so be it. Let it be written, let it be so, right? So I just want to help the ladies out there. I know I have some brothers on my feed. Y'all in favor of my stage, and I know y'all going to probably enjoy this. I hope you enjoy this. But I want you to hear it on the women's side. You know, I know they got all these, like, men's shows coming out. Men cave and all this. Just like they got women's shows. But y'all need to hear some real talk with some real sisters that's really doing the real thing. You know, that's one thing about this platform, the boom factor. As I said, my platform here is to encourage, to empower, and to educate. That's a business, personal, spiritual life, every part, education, anything. I know that I'm capable of sharing my life experiences and triumph experiences and encounters with God to help somebody. And being single is a very, very challenging thing. Man, it, it, it's not easy. Especially ladies, if you single with children, with babies. Oh, come on. I understand. I understand. You know, got married. Some men I got married. You know, I had my two children. I wasn't married. My two oldest children. You know, and I really wasn't strong in the Lord. But you know what? The Lord called me. And he used my husband to do it. Well, ex-husband. And from that point, I began to read the word. I fell in love with the word. I fell in love with God. And because of that, guess what? It was on like Donkey Kong. But with that said, I had a lot of challenges, man. To the point that my marriage became a domestic 
you know, and eventually after almost nine and a half, you could say, yeah, about nine and a half years, it had to end. Somebody said, you should have held on a little bit more. After 10 years, you can collect the insurance and all this other kind of crazy stuff. Y'all, look, y'all better start listening to people that be throwing stuff out there. If God is setting you free from some mess, you better run. That's all I'm going to say. Domestic violence is not love. It's a demonic, it's a demonic um, realm that you don't want to be in. You know, and, and the person that's portraying the, the, the violence, they need help. And you are not the problem. They always want to say, well, you made me, oh, I love you so much. You just drive me crazy. You made me act like this. Ain't nobody ain't going to make you act like, like having somebody punch you in your face. That ain't, that ain't right, y'all. That ain't right. But anyway, I see you might have to go to the next episode. Holla! This is Dr. D in the house. Well, I'm almost to Walmart. And um, I was, the last little segment I was talking about being single. And uh, I came out of a domestic violence marriage. As a matter of fact, I was had two I thought I waited and it went I ain't waited long enough because the second one literally practically tried to destroy the, my very integrity I mean to the point where this dude he ain't heaven now I pray he ain't heaven he got delivered uh, <laughs> I pray just put it like that but anyway to the point where this dude used to come on my job, he would throw my stuff out, bring it to the job, throw my clothes, and I was a bank representative. I was doing investments and stuff. And um, he'll come on my job, or you know, he'll call the police for stupid stuff. I mean, man, I went through some stuff with this last dude when I was married, almost what 15 years ago. And through all of that, you know, enough was enough. And in 2004, when I fell, you know, title of title of this, you're gonna you're gonna hear some parts of my book, and this is gonna be in this book, uh, the fall that saved my life, and you're gonna hear about some things I went through that I'm sharing with you now in that book, and um, you know, so the Lord, you know, I just was tired, I was tired of going through all. The rituals I was tired you know and you have to ladies you have to be to a point in your life enough is enough you know enough is enough from going from one man to the next man going through the next situation to the next situation and especially if you have children ladies while you single and you have children put your mind build yourself up and deal with your children Leave these dudes alone because these dudes don't mean you no good. I'm sorry. And even sad to say the ones in the church either. Because at the end of the day, they want one thing. They want to get you in the bed. They want you to drop them drawers. And if you don't do it, then guess what? Then they're going to try to make it seem like you're the problem. And they're going on to the next one. So you're going to have to make up in your mind that you're going to hold fast to the profession of your faith. You're going to stay single into the Lord. Do like Paul said. If you're single, you're single unto the Lord. 
Get busy for the Lord. Start seeking God and praying and asking God, what do he want you to do in a ministry? What is your calling? What is your purpose? If you have children, if you have if you have um, babies or whatever, where right now your ministry is your children. Your ministry is, is taking care of their family. Making sure that they're doing their homework. You go be part in the school. See, I was all of that. And see, I can talk about this because I've done it. I'm not just trying to talk and say certain things to make myself sound good. Ladies, I have done everything that I'm sharing with you. I was part of the PTA. They had a new group before they started with all this head start or whatever. I was the head start. My children, before they had, before when they went to kindergarten, they knew how to spell their name. They knew their numbers. They knew the alphabets. I was the head start. All right. And now, because they have all this, they call it the chapter, the chapter eight or chapter something way back in 1990 something when they really start implementing these uh, after school programs and how to engage the children at a younger age to prepare them for school. I was part of that transition so I know what I'm talking about. So if, if, you, if you're single now and you're listening to this iPad, this, I mean this podcast, first of all I want you to be encouraged because you can do it. You can do it without having a man. You can do it without having to sell your body. You can do it without um, um, selling yourself out, period. You can do it. You just got to lock in there with that word. Stand firm on that word, you know. And if you fall, get yourself back up. You know, First John 1, 9 is there. If you feel like you didn't kept yourself and then you fell, this dude came in your life and you thought it was going to be all right and then he just changed on you and went somewhere else, Guess what? Dust yourself off, get on up, and let's start all over again. But notice one thing. God loves you with an everlasting love, and I love you, and we're going to do this together. And being single is really an awesome thing. All right, what's up? What's up? Anchor family, Dr. D back. And uh, what I was sharing about yesterday, I have a, a couple of topics, and we'll be doing what we have to do while I'm heading on out here to um, to this job. Um uh, I, I came home last night. I just went to sleep, y'all. I was tired. I couldn't do nothing. And it bees like that, you know? Um, you know, the Father is really like, I'm really meditating on the Word of God. I'm giving ear to His words, you know, and I'm considering all of my ways to yield to Him. Because I forget, this is my year. This is my year for all my desires to come true. And, um, I have bigger, bigger goals and bigger desires, but some things come, three key things that the Father asked me last year, what do I want? And I said it, and I believe it, this year it will manifest itself. So I hearken unto Him, you know, because God is my Lord at this present moment. And when I when I seek His face early in the morning, before I even touch any of the elements of the world, I direct my heart, my, my heart to Him, and that's... That's in prayer. When you communicate with God, you really pray to Him. It's not all about just being in one spot. Um, you know, you got to do all these rituals. No, you take some time out. Now, it'd be nice that you have a meeting time. You know, you have a meeting time to meet with Father, and He know. Oh, at this time, my daughter's gonna be talking to me. That that makes it more personal. More it'd be more of a personal worship. And you honoring God, and He loves that. And so that's what I strive to do. 
And when that happens, it really helps me throughout the rest of the day because, you know, yesterday some people lied on me, y'all. Now, I know I might get come off kind of rough. I know this already, but my heart is in a good place. I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. Now, if I'm like sharing something with you that'll help you and you feel that I'm trying to insult you, well, see, that's a mind shift on your part because guess what? If you're expecting a big refund, you're not going to get it if you have certain things before me. And I already know the process of the tax laws to show you, okay, if you want this to happen for next year, this is what you got to do. You have to prepare. And that's anything with life, anything that you desire. Even as singles, if you desire, if you was married before, if you don't want to be married, that's on you. I love the married life. I love family life. So because I went through so much negative stuff in a marriage, God had to really rebuild me because I really was broken down. I really, I really was to the point where I didn't even want to exist anymore. So God had to restore me. He had to refresh me. He had to renew me. He had to revive me. And it took, it took time while I was being healed and my heart being mended. And, and while I was doing all that and meditating on him and seeking his faith and striving to do his ways and now operating in a manipulative wave, in a wicked wave, a cunning wave, a deceptive wave, like some of these women are doing to these men, you know, and vice versa, the men doing it to the ladies, you know, y'all being these player haters, y'all act like y'all into a woman, you know, you, you feel you can't get to them, so you want to butter yourself up to them, you want to prick at their heart. You know, try to give them, you flirt at them, you say all kind of things just to see if you can really get them to drop them draws. Cause that's what it's all about, anyway, y'all. I'm gonna come and tell it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come and tell it straight. I'm gonna tell it all. The whole end of the game, the end game for a man is want you to get in that bed to drop them draws. But when you don't do it, you're just gonna go to the next person. And the only one that's gonna stick around is the one that's really for you, the one that really care about you, the one that really that desires to be with you. That's the one that God's going to bring to you that's going to be there, going to be your friend, going to be, going to care about you, going to check up on you, going to see if you need anything. You know what I'm saying? That that brother or that sister, that's the one that's going to be for you and through the good, the bad, the ugly. And you can, and the little things that they do, right? You know, you don't have to even tell them anything. The little things that they do, if, they, if they're communicating with you, they're going to pick up on some vibes from you. And then you're going to see... You'll see, especially if it's spiritual, spirit be God's spirit. They may be thinking of something and it'll be another person's spirit and boom, shakalaka. Y'all both talking about it and it come up and it's like, whoa, well, how you found that out? The Holy Ghost. So this is what this is going to be about all this week, okay? Singleness in the Lord. All right, y'all, just Dr. D back. Yeah, I was talking about... Um, how your innocence in God can be construed for something evil and people don't believe it. And I had a beautiful couple yesterday was like just confirming everything that I stand on and I'm going to stand on it. And one thing the Holy Ghost told me, keep walking like I'm walking. Remember, they accused Jesus they tried to destroy Jesus. They tried to do everything. And when it was ready, Jesus allowed them to capture him. Like you say, no one take my life. I give my life. And so the Holy Spirit said, daughter, I need you to walk 
like you're walking. Yes, you're going to get attacked even more because the love that I'm putting in you is going to draw the enemy to hate you even more. And I was like, whoa. And I don't know how I expected the attacks to come, but he only could come in ways that he know that it might affect me. Right? And that's to my job, to my friendships, to my ministry, to my business. So I'm seeing it, right? So I'm like just taking a grain of salt. I put a post on on the Facebook sharing where uh, I'm learning to confide in none. Meaning I'm going to God in prayer. Because at the end of the day, when you strive to confide in individuals and you think y'all cool and you're just talking... And before you know it, they didn't took something all out of proportion and got you thinking like, wait a minute, did I say something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And then you listen to them talk and it's like, I don't even think they heard, they heard me because now they're talking about something else. But they say they hear you, but they're talking about something else. No, you didn't hear me. So I'm just going to take this this out, this time out and I want to reach the single people. Because single people, we need some love too, right? We need some understanding and some clarity. And the most important thing that I want you to get out of whatever I'm sharing with you is that maintain your identity. If you know the Father has set you free from some stuff, don't allow the enemy to bring other individuals your way and try to bring up familiarities of things that you know that God has set you free from. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's a dangerous thing, and that'll cause you to do one of them, them, them um, travel back in time uh, experiences. And it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> I know I'm delivered from this crap. <laughs> what in the world is this? Because <laughs> you'll find yourself acting a certain way, and it's like, wait a minute, this ain't me. What is this? Y'all, I'm telling you, the enemy don't care. Satan don't care about you. Satan don't care about me. All that he care about is destroying and getting our soul. He wants to make God angry. He wants to laugh in God's face about us. And guess what? You can't let that happen. All right? Daddy has been too good to us. Okay? And you have to know that God is on your side. How can you be denied? As a single individual, you can make it, I'm telling you. Now, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. Because you're going to have to fight your flesh. You're going to have to tell these, these spirits to get behind you. You see what I'm saying? You're going to have all these guys coming at you. And you just ask God to cover you. When I ask God, you want me? He said, I want you to give me seven years of your life. And I was like, okay. Didn't really understand until I really understood what he was talking about. Everything. My body, my mind, my soul, my will, and my emotions. I had to give daddy, dedicated myself. Remember, our bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost. So only if you single and if you waiting on God to bless you, only person should be touching your body is the Holy Ghost. And what I mean by that, touching you in the spirit where you can grow more and more into God. Experiencing the love of God. Alright? This is what I'm saying. Nobody else should be touching you. If, so, if a man want to touch you, 
He had to be really fond of you. Y'all engaged and to be married. And you can't even trust that engagement stuff because anybody can be engaged and then they'll change their mind. Well, say lie on that one, huh? <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, we were talking about singleness and having your body as a temple of the Holy Ghost. And that's why uh, if you read and some of the scriptures and I, I've been to <laughs> ministry school and theology school and I still can tell you that you know some people can just quote for verbatim the Bible scripture for scripture but then when you look at their life it's like okay where's the word how does it apply to your life so that's where I'm at I know the, I know other words and I live by the word that God has put in me and that's what I flow in I flow in the anointing with the word that God has manifested itself in me. And I know that that scripture when it said that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I really didn't understand that until I was going through this consecration with the Lord. And I can honestly testify that God had me and I dedicated myself wholeheartedly for seven years. I did not talk to a man on the phone. I didn't go out with no men. I didn't do none of that. Not trying to say I'm better than anybody else. But I'm just saying, ladies, you can do it. And during that time, I wanted God. You know, because I was, you have to be, see, let me tell y'all something. You have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of your situation. You got to be sick and tired of this man, that man. Or this woman or that woman. You have to be sick and tired of it. And the only way that you can get your mind right, okay, you have to settle down and learn how to be single. Single to the point where you don't codependent on nobody but the Lord. And I found that's what's been going on with individuals, with singles, that... They don't know how to spend time with themselves. They don't know how to enjoy themselves. You gotta learn as being single. You gotta learn how to be able to go out and enjoy yourself by yourself. Go to the movie by yourself. Go eat you some dinner by yourself. Go eat you some breakfast by yourself. See, we feel like we always have to have somebody with us. That's not cool. How can you enjoy yourself if you always have to have somebody around you? And so that's what daddy want us to, um, that's what daddy want us to be able to get to know him. And I found because of that, God cultivated our relationship till I was locked. I was locked into the Lord. I fell in love with the Lord. And yeah, I got ridiculed and still getting ridiculed. To the point now, people can't even believe that. Wait a minute, you mean tell me you ain't slept with nobody yet? You mean tell me you still single? You, you know, oh, I thought you was with this one. Oh, I thought you was with that one. No, I'm in ministry and I'm serving. And so now with that said, singles, you have to be able to stand and be able to take the ridicule because, yeah, they're going to ridicule you. They ain't going to believe it. But guess what? We are not in this, this walk of the Lord 
to prove anything to anybody but to please God. And I want y'all singles to be encouraged. Now, the first assignment that I want you guys, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for my limo, y'all. And um, the first thing I want y'all singles to do, we, we're going to go through this here. And I want y'all singles to, to get a notebook. And you got to start, you got to find yourself, all right? Oh, it's hot out here. Let me take this off, shit. Get a notebook and find out all the stuff that's been happening to you that you don't like, what, what hurts you, what happened. You know, you, you got you to gotta clean yourself out and acknowledge some stuff that didn't happen to you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. That's going to be the first step, all right? That's going to be the first step of your deliverance for this to even work. Hey, what's up? This is Dr. D back. This is my time with y'all, so kind of forgive if you hear the cars passing by and look I just found the penny file penny movement um, for the children in Uganda uh, if y'all interested in joining in with that for me uh, just chime in go to the comment leave me your um, if you have a Facebook page or Instagram I can tag you in or email me your in a comment section of this episode just email I mean type in your email address and um, we can connect if you ever want to be part of an international mission um, I can send you my web page you can check me out and we have a penny movement that we send uh, resources to them every month to help feed the children the widows and to send them to school and prayerfully I'll get to go over that this year um, we're gonna see. I know the Lord don't want me to go by myself, but we gonna. I'm just gonna let the Lord do what He have to do. So uh, upon that note, yeah, we talking about singleness and how the first step in your singleness, because even when you get married, ladies, you still have to have your identity. Because see, that man gonna need that sister to know who she is. And whoever God connects you with, it's a purpose. You know, it's not just getting married, just to have somebody to pay your bills. Being married, being with someone, it's not to help you to be able to um, go shopping, just to have somebody in the house. No, when God brings you together, man and woman, I'm talking to men and women. If you're single, I'm talking to you. When God puts you together with an individual, it's a purpose. All right? It's a purpose. Uh, it may not always probably be ministry. It may be a purpose that y'all building a business. Uh, you may be building some type of legacy, music. And normally, the people that you do come together, some kind of way, you're going to entwine. You're going to connect for that mission that's in his heart and that is in her heart. So, you, that's why you can't just, ooh, he fought, girl. Ooh, Lord have mercy. He is fine. Yeah, I would like to get a piece of him. 
you know, ooh, bro, look, I met this chick, man. I mean, she like, she beyond the 36, 24, 36. Man, if I could just have her, man, I know my life will blow up. And you don't even know the person. This woman may be the devil itself. You know what I'm saying? Or tear you down. You see what I'm saying? Will have you broke, bankrupt. <laughs> you see, brothers look at the wrong thing. You know, just like sisters look at the wrong thing. So, I'm just going to share how God has kept me, how God is creating me a clean heart and having the right spirit, that my mind is sound. See, we, you know, we got people with bi bipolar issues in the church. I mean, just crazy. <laughs> they have a spirit of sickness on them. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, so because of that, because of that, we have to make sure that we are on point. We are on point with God. And whoever God connect us with, <laughs> whoever God connect us with, we have to make sure that, hey, it is God's connection. And that we're gonna grow together. We're gonna be fond of each other. We're gonna like each other. You want to be with somebody that you're going to like? You know, because it ain't going to be easy all the time. Y'all going to get on each other's nerves. Trust me. And you will have arguments. But guess what? The love that you have for one another, the commitment that you have for one another, going to keep you together. You're going to be able to resolve all those issues. You see what I'm saying? Why? Because you're both a single-mindedness. Okay? You whole and complete within yourself. You don't need this person to make you have a better life. Your life is already better, and that's why y'all together. Come on, Holy Ghost, fix that thing up. You hear me? Your life is already better. That's why God brought you together. Come on, to have a better life. So, I'm going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Alright, what's up, what's up, Anchor family? It's Dr. D in the house with the Boom Factor. And we're on the subject of singleness in the Lord. And I'm just sharing some things that was uh, been on, not only in my heart, but things that I have experienced. And the first thing is, as a single individual, you have to have a single mind in the Lord. You say, let this mind be in you. What is that mind? The mind of Christ. How can I get a mind of Christ being single? Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So we have to get the word and apply it to whatever situation that's going on in your life and meditate on that word day and night. That's how we can get the mind of Christ. And as you grow with the mind of Christ, those situations, those fleshy issues, you know what I'm saying? Those the, the, the sexual uh, moments that, that you need, God will... Put it to rest. And he can do it if you wanted to. He could do it. He did it for me. He could do it. Now, yeah, you get your urges. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, you got to be busy for the Lord. Paul said, as singles, we should be single in the Lord. Meaning, get busy. Start serving. If you're in the body of Christ, serve. You know, serve in your church. Serve in your community. Start seeking God. I'm going to tell y'all. As I was... Seeking Father, 
and, and, and allowing him to consecrate my life, he started revealing some things that he wanted me to do for the body of Christ. He started showing me my purpose. He started identifying some key things that will help change somebody's life. And don't you know, single folks, don't you know they got somebody out here that's depending on your voice, depending on your mission, that's depending on um, your creativity, your business, Whatever it is, they are depending on you because only they can hear your voice. I know only a certain set of people can hear my voice. Only a certain set of people that will follow me. Only a certain set of people that can flow with me because I'm called to them. I'm not called to everybody. And because of that, I don't care what people say about me. I don't care if they talk about me because I do know what the words say. Woe unto them that slander your name. And they don't even know you. If you don't know me, keep my name out your mouth. That's just the bottom line. If you want to stay in the safe zone, come on, Holy Ghost. So if, if you are single and you start dwelling on the word, eating the word, meditating on the word, every day something magnificent can happen to you through the Father. And soon and very soon, man, you'll, you'll be coasting, man, like a glider in the sky. Come on now, flying high as eagles, worshiping, loving on God, and you will be able to experience him in a way that no man or no woman can ever fulfill. Now, yeah, God says it's not good that man be alone, and that's for women too. You know, he don't want us to be alone. But in the same token, why keep being with individuals that don't care about you, they don't love you, they don't respect you, they don't, they don't honor you for women to men? Um, you don't respect a man, you don't honor the man, you know, um, especially if he's a, a decent man, he got a job, he's working, he cares about you, he's trying to take care of you. You know what I'm saying? Man, come on now. See, it's a balance with all of this. You have to make sure. So I suggested for today, those that are single and listening to this feed, and you want to see a change in your walk in Christ, now this can work for y'all too, those that not really, you know, spiritual or whatever, I tell you what, you keep dwelling on my feed, that's what Jesus is going to come into your heart, because that's what's in me. And to be honest with you, it's the only way it's going to work. You got to have Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. He's the only one that can make things right. When you look at to and fro and don't know where to go, when you call upon the name of the Lord, guess what? The Holy Ghost will show up for you. All right? I know this. I'm testifying. I have taste, I've tasted it, tasted it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Come on, Holy Ghost. Once you taste the goodness of the Lord, there's no turning back. No matter what the enemy throws at you, no matter how many times you've been derailed off your life track, it's no turning back when you have tasted the goodness of the Lord. Come on, Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. So when you taste and see that the Lord is good, and you start writing down all the things that has occurred in your life. You see, when I was in that seven-year consecration, you know, I had came out of a domestic situation that was really really bad to the point where joblessness came along sickness came along homelessness came along 
to the point where if I didn't stay locked and loaded in God, I probably would have committed suicide. But you know what kept me going? My children. And single ladies, if you have children, oh, this is so important. If you have children, and if you are going through a domestic violence with those children, please leave the situation. Look, you can always start over. You can always get things. My children will tell you, I walked away from two homes, fully furnished, walked away from it. Not, no apartment, I'm talking about a house, a home. Two times. Because enough was enough. And so I refuse to allow a man to control my mind, to spiritually control me, okay? To physically control me with abuse, to, to calling me out my name. And I know that I'm a baby in Christ and I'm trying to do all that I can do to please Jesus by serving you. Come on. So it had to, I had to have an aha moment in my life, mainly because I had children. And my daughter shared something with me last year that I cried and I did a Facebook Live because I, I didn't even realize myself. I asked a question and she gave me an answer. And during that time, my own daughter wanted to commit suicide. Oh, y'all just don't know what that did to my heart. So I'm begging y'all ladies out there, if you're in a domestic violence situation, please, especially if you're with children, get out. Get out. Run. I know it's hard out here, but guess what? It was hard for me. It was hard for me and my children, but I did it. You know, I did it. I did it. And look where I'm at now. I did it so you could do it, okay? I want to encourage you. Now, how can you overcome a domestic issue or just life going in circle like a merry-go-round? Like I stated in the previous episode number three, I believe. You have to acknowledge what's, what then went wrong, what you have dealt with, what hurts you. You have to recognize, see, I have to recognize, wait a minute, I had some self-esteem issues, okay? I had rejection issues, and that came from childhood, sorry to say it, but I was, I was rejected when I was a little girl from, from my family. I was rejected, I, was a, I felt I was abandoned by my dad. Nobody didn't fight for me. Nobody, I felt like nobody didn't want me, no matter what I did. I always felt like I was pushed to the side. You know what I'm saying? So I had to deal with these issues, right? And because of that, God began to do some things in my life. Hold on, y'all. Come on, Yeah, so because of that, he started uh, doing some things, making some changes. And those changes were some good changes. And so that's what I'm saying. Uh, you have to acknowledge. That's the first thing of your deliverance. You know, commit yourself to the Lord. You know, don't you just pick up a time. Let, let him give you a time. You know, I heard the Spirit say, can you, can you dedicate seven years? 
And at first I was like, yeah, yeah. But then when he started pinpointing on some things, I was like, whoa, okay, okay. And I, at first it was rough that first year. But after that, it was it was on. I didn't have no problem. I started growing. But I had to acknowledge some things, you know. So singles, I want y'all to do that. All right? Sit there and start acknowledging the things that you know that's been happening in your life. And commit it to God. Alright y'all, it's raining out here. Well, angels, I need you to hold the rain back so I get to the job. Well, as I was saying, um, and I probably end this episode for for today. And about just being single in the Lord and letting the Lord take care of you. Now, singles, men and women, you have to identify some cycles that's been going on. And if you really dig deep, you'll see that some stuff is generational. You'll see some that's habitual, meaning something that you open the door for and you think you feel you need a certain thing or do a certain act a certain way uh, sometimes we pick up habits from others and don't even realize it right hold on y'all and with that said so it's really doing some soul searching remember our soul consists of three things that make us um, what we are our mind will and emotions okay God created our soul he he breathed the very life in us and became he breathed his spirit in us and we became a living soul all right now that's what Satan won he's after our soul he's after our will our mind and our emotions all right your soul is connected to your heart now i had a lovely brother told me one time almost about 15 years ago look y'all find another penny y'all see pennies like somebody just threw them out on the ground oh a whole bunch of them look there's four let's see what else i see i thought i see yeah look look at this five six Penny movement, y'all. Penny movement. It's for the babies. It's for the babies in Africa. You want to send them some money. And so, he said, guard your heart. And don't you know that's a scripture out of Philippians? I might have to get it for you guys. But, God knew that we have to guard our heart because... That's where the enemy comes to throw that dagger. If he can get you emotional, involved, not in intimacy to the point where you are sexual, but just emotional involved with a person to the point that they have control of your mind and your will, and you'll be doing things like, hold on, wait a minute. Before the end of the day, you done got caught up in their web. And you trying to figure out how in the world did 
this happened like this? Well, if you, if you really be honest with yourself, and I know I had to be honest with myself, when God starts showing me things, and I take responsibility of it, right, and say, okay, God, help me get this out of me. You know, help me guard my heart. Help me be sensitive to you where I won't allow the enemy to use these same tactics because they don't, they're, on, they're on the tactics, y'all. You know, they fire with darts to gear at your heart so you can sin against God. That's all. And the whole bottom line is you got to know that the devil have access to God. He can go up and down. Okay, it's in the book of Job. I did a message on that. God got your back. Well, he'll go and inquire about you to God and challenge God about you. So if you can understand the whole strategy of this whole game of life, I, I can tell you, you'll be able to stand taller. You'll be able to have some backbone, man. You have some backbone and stop letting these, these sisters manipulate you thinking that they're the one and they're not because they don't feed your spirit. They don't hear from the spirit. They just talk and talk. And how you know? You're supposed to know. I'll reveal a little if you do know. But I'm at the stop right now. What's up? What's up, Inca family? Yes, yes, yes. Stop catching those words. Stop catching the flu. Stop catching Mr. Arthur. Stop catching the diabetes. Stop catching those words, y'all. It don't matter how old you're getting. Just because you get a certain age, you don't have to get the ailments that are coming in the atmosphere. <laughs> Stop catching those words. <laughs> and with that said, y'all here, I'm about to fix me some good old breakfast. Um, Excuse me. Thank you. Um, we're going to get on to this, uh, continue on this segment. I believe this is segment eight about singleness in the Lord and how important it is that we be single-minded as singles, how we should be um, delivered. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me, y'all. I just had some black pepper. I like my uh, over easy eggs. That's what I medium over. But yeah, it's so important that we become single minded in our mindset in the Lord and be free and be delivered. I was sharing on yesterday how uh, our mindsets are developed by different situations, circumstances, our background. Um, as we growing up, we are built around our upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Different family traditions, right? Okay. Uh, what else uh, is a big factor in just creating a mindset for an individual? Your environment, your school settings, your family settings. Um, I've noticed just for talking with different people and different experiences myself, you guys, that the very thing that we really don't talk about, that's what impact our, our lives, our thinking, our beliefs, our structures, our boundaries. 
You know, if you really sit down and be honest with yourself, this was really going on. Now, all the outer stuff, I call it the surface, the surface show. You know, we portray that we this, we portray that we that. Like myself, you know, a lot of individuals, they really feel that, oh, you know, Dr. D, you, you really got it going on. You got, you have this, you're doing this, you trap, you're doing this. But behind closed doors, y'all, they really don't understand that I'm by myself. Most of the stuff that you see openly, God have taught me and I've done by myself. I don't have no big staff, you know. Uh, thank God I was able to hire somebody part-time this year. And it's, you know, and we really won't be able to be grinding like I want to until like after my tax season because I am, uh, I have a job working for another franchise owner, okay. Uh, my, my business is my ministry you know, my missions, you know, entrepreneurship for the youth, summer camps for the summer for the children. My heart is really with the youth, okay? I, I minister and dance all over to different church events, ministry events, you know, from like the summer and the fall. But overall, you guys, behind closed doors, Dr. D is by herself. If, if, if it's not for my pastor calling, checking up on me, and my children, nobody don't really call me. Nobody don't really say, how you doing? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Yada, yada. And I'm talking about all these people that know me. Yes. So with that said, a lot of us have grown up with things that have happened to us that a lot of people really don't know about. And so that creates a certain standard or a certain mindset within ourselves. Now that could be good and it could be bad. It depends on our growth in life and our maturity that we have allowed God, if we have uh, any spiritual insight, we have allowed God to come in and correct those things. You know, like I was bullied, uh, I was raped when I was a young girl. My mama don't even know about that. And if she listened to this iPad, this podcast, now she know. Uh, I was targeted to be very, very, uh, I was bullied a lot. All right, y'all. Yeah, we have to, uh, we have some big things in our world that have created a mindset within ourselves. And, and, I mean, everybody have to be cautious because we let our guard down. And, we, and the person that we really feel that, oh, you know what, this person ain't going to hurt me. This person is my friend and we're going to be friends and yada, yada. And then something comes along and boom, shakalaka. What in the world happened? And it just turned your whole world upside down, right? You know, you like get married because of what? If you really sit down and think about it, you guys, if you really sit down and be honest with yourself, that's the first thing. I've noticed with individuals, we are so busy pointing fingers and we're not really being honest with ourselves. Yes, I was in a domestic violence marriage twice. To be honest with you, if I would have known better, I would have did better. 
You see what I'm saying? If I didn't have the, the stigma in my mindset that back then, when I was a young girl growing up, having children out of wedlock was like the scarlet letter. It, you know, hang to the tree, throw stones at her. You see what I'm saying? So when somebody come along and they're interested in you and they say, oh my God, I believe you my wife, I love you, I don't care if you have children, let's just, let's just make this work. You know, and they're taking you out, they're showing you all of the, the right things. Come on, as a man supposed to do towards a woman, what else there is to expect? And I remember something that my grandmother had said before she passed on, she's in heaven now. And this could have been true. It's just that it shows you that if the mindset is not balanced on both sides, when you do come together, that real thing that's hidden on the inside will come to the surface. And so she said, if a man, if any man, a love a woman with children already, that's a real man. Don't take that man for granted. So at that moment, when my children's father came into my life, my, my youngest children, that's how it was. And I was like, whoa, okay. So I didn't look at nothing else. I just looked at the point was he said he wanted me and it didn't even matter if I had my ch other two children. So when after I have grown in the faith and really analyzed a lot of things and all the heartbreak and stuff um, that was going on within myself, I had two confessions I had to repent for. First confession was that I was still in love with somebody else. If, if the truth be told, I was still in love with somebody else and I really didn't get, no, get got over that person. And secondly, because he said it didn't matter if I had other children and the words from my grandmother, that's the two things that I had moved forward and gave myself a green light. And I really didn't know the Spirit of God like I did now, like I do now. I, I, matter of fact, I didn't know God, period, because he was the church man. He took me to church. Come on now. I walked up the aisle and gave my heart to Jesus again in 1988, August 15, 1988. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. My husband brought me to church. So, wow. You got a man that wants you. You got a man that say he loves you. You got a man, you know, and I don't doubt that he don't still love me. You know, just by the little things he say and do. <laughs> However, you still have to know within yourself, is this the person I want to be? Or this is the person I want to become? You understand what I'm saying? Now, because once we had got married and all kind of things start popping up, I still was willing, I was willing to fight for it. I stayed in it. I prayed for my husband. I did everything that I was supposed to do as a All right, Inca family. So what I was talking about in a previous um, episode about being a, a woman, and not only being a woman um, in marriage and 
I had to grow. I had to learn how to be a mother. I had to learn how to be a wife. Um, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in my heart in 1979. However, I was not developed in the faith because the household did not have the faith of God at that moment. Uh, as of today, I can say that my family loved Jesus Christ as Lord. My children are saved. My mother is saved. <laughs> now, we all worship in our own unique ways, but I do know for a fact, if anybody died today, we would be able to see each other when it's time for us to cross over. Just put it like that. And I'm still praying that God will keep all of us until the day of his return. And so that's a piece in my heart for that. With that said, back then, as a single person, uh, I'm just trying to make it, y'all. I was working. I was a young girl, just getting out of high school. I went to college for a year. Uh, I was in and out of uh, friendship relationships uh, because I was still in love with my first love. And... Um, that really hurt me to the core, to the point where I'm just going to work, 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 work. And I really thought that we was going to get back together. And I'm talking about years and years and years. I mean, this is somebody that you've been with since you was like a Tina Baba, <laughs> you know, 11 years old, you know, and you, and you still grown. And to this day, off and on. We still say hi to each other, you know, on Facebook. And so that's a good thing. We're still friends. Um, and I can tell you this much. This person, out of all the friends that I did have, this person really know me. This person really seen the ins and the outs. This is the person I, I can really trust to talk to my future husband with. And he can lay down the ground rules and say, look, this is my sis. This is my girl. This is the stuff she done been through, bro. Handle her with care. <laughs> you know, so that's good when you have somebody like that that can um that that really knows you and have seen how um the things that you encounter, the all the bad, the abuse and I mean all kind of stuff, right? Well, as I got older and like I was sharing with y'all singles, I love the married life and that's why I fought for my marriage. And I went in that Bible and I made sure I tried to do everything that the Lord said for a woman to do for her husband. How to respect the husband. How the husband's the head of the house and how's the husband this and that. Even because he wasn't all of that. It's like he just turned to Mr. Jack, Jack or Mr. Hyde. It's like, well, who is this person I married? All kind of stuff started popping up. I started finding out information. And, you know, and I said, well, you know what? I'm committed. Let's get through this here. But no, not on his part. And so that's why it's so important. Men, you have to get delivered from your past. You got to deli get delivered from these women that, that really didn't mean you no good. Because you blocking your blessing. The very person that's in front of you, you having all these judgmental things about this person. And this could be the one for you. But because you have not set yourself free from all the stigma and the... The games that this woman played on you and deceived you and betrayed you and slept around on you and took your money, took your car. I mean, I've heard some stories for some men, y'all. And I'm just sitting here like, well, dang, 
well, what about me, Lord? You know, I wouldn't do this to a man. But see, y'all men don't want a woman like me. I don't, I don't, I, 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 or maybe I just didn't come across the right one yet, but, um, we have to get our minds delivered. And singleness, uh, Miles Monroe has an awesome, awesome teaching about single-mindedness and how when you single in the Lord, God is powerful that when two people can come together, both of y'all are whole, you're complete, and you'll get so much done, not only for the kingdom, but for yourself, and you can be able to enjoy life. Isn't that awesome? Come on, y'all. All right, what's up? I'm going to have to start getting ready for the drill being. It's raining outside, so I'm going to have to catch my, my private private driver now. Uh, I won't be catching a limo today. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, our mindsets, man, I, I really have seen where uh, it's important. Like, when you when you come out of a relationship, single people, men and women, I, I, I charge you, give yourself some time. It kind of behooves me when I see somebody in a relationship, you've been in a relationship maybe three months, six months, maybe a year, two years. You break up and then the next week you're with somebody new. Then you break up and you're with somebody new. Okay, so when are you going to be by yourself? When are you going to allow yourself to heal? When are you going to allow yourself to reevaluate? the whole perspective of the relationship. When are you going to see, okay, not so much as why is the person reject me, but was this the one for me? You see? And I believe if we start taking our time, single people, you know, and God don't want us single forever because he says it's not good that man be alone. And that's for men and women. Okay, but... As a woman, we have more at stake for us than a man. Because, see, a man can hop from this woman and that woman. It, don't, it ain't nothing. I mean, they consider as whoremongers. You know, they play ahead us. I mean, that they still a whore. But a man whore. But on a woman's side, if we go hopping from one man to the next man, we call all kind of names. And believe me, a man just going to look at you just like that. Oh, bro, you can go get that. That's easy. Go get that. You know, so you're going to, how do you want to build your relationship, women? And I'm talking about to the young and the old, because they got some old sisters out here. Man, I be hearing some stuff, and I'm like, you nasty. <laughs> and I'm talking about in the church. Sometimes I, 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 I I'm going to tell y'all. That's why I'm by myself. I, I'm like, I mean, I go out fellowship or whatever, but to have somebody to hang around, man, you, I be hearing some stuff, y'all, and I think it's really sad. And I believe because of the culture and the way society is, we as as believe, well, I ain't gonna say believers because if you're a believer in Christ, you're staying on the Word of God. But church folks, you know, the way the society is, um, we they have been seduced. And everything is everything. Everybody can be who they want to be. You can act how you want to be. You can be who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? You can change sexes if you want. Hey, be all you can be. Be the way you want to be. You know, that's the motto in this world right now. But we got to go back to the foundation. We got to go back to the to the roadmap 
follow that roadmap. Let the GPS be able to reroute you back on the right course. Come on, Holy Ghost. And as singles, we need that. Single women, single men, we need that. We need to be rerouted in our mindsets, get, get delivered from all these past issues, you know, and allow God to circumcise your heart to the point that when that person do come along, you don't have all these isms and schisms and do's and don'ts. And it's like, oh my God, I got to go through all of this here just to prove myself to you that I'm the one. Oh no, 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 no. That's that. That's not how Jesus walked. Jesus said, whosoever will let them come. I feel if a man and a woman like each other and want to be with each other. I feel you just come straight out and say, look, you know, I'm interested in you. I want to get to know you. Can we see if we can make, see if this is going to happen? Let's pray. You know, if they're, they're spiritual, you know, let's value each other's, um, beliefs, whatever, how you guys want to communicate, but at least you can communicate with a free mind. You see what I'm saying? You don't have all this stuff in your mind. See, this is this is what I mean by singleness. I don't mean singleness like, oh, Lord, here she goes. See, she want everybody single like her. No, I want your relationship to work. That's why I stayed single because I want my relationship to work. Because when I do this again, it's to death to us part literate and it ain't going to be about no violence. It's going to be love debt. That we're really going to love each other and we're going to stay together and committed to one another. That's Praise the Lord. Yes, committed. You have one mind, one goal. You have a purpose now. When you become singleness in the Lord and you allow the deliverance to come forth. Um, on yesterday episodes, I um, kind of charge you guys to get a notebook and start, you know, even if you're in a relationship now and you want that relationship to make it um, as a single individual, you can start even now, you know, to make sure that, hey, I would not mess up this relationship. Now, I'm going to tell you all right now, we don't have control of another person's mindset. We don't have control of another person's mind. But I do believe this here. If you can sit down and talk with the person and really be honest with them, and let's stop playing these little games, man. Stop trying to make like you really want to be with the person, but in your heart, in your mind, you really don't want to be with the person. Just come straight up and say, you know what? I'm feeling you. I want to be with you. I really want this to work. If you're in ministry together, be upfront and be honest. You know what? Let's do this here. I believe that, you know, um, God is really doing something and let's just take one day at a time. But, you know, I'm really, I re- I'm really interested in you. I really like you. I really want to get to know you. You know, don't all be playing these little games. Yeah, I, I see people play games too much in church. It, it really is. And, and at first when I thought about it, I thought that I had, I had a problem. Seriously. And, I, and the Holy Ghost said, no, it's just that your mind is clear. And then when things come at you, you sit there and think about it. And it's because the other person's minds are not clear. He said, and I want you. This is why I have you on this subject. And I'm like, well, God, I don't want I don't want to do anything, spirit, you know, to try to portray anything. And say, no, if you are uh, feeling this in the spirit, I'm telling you to do this here. So this is why I'm doing this, y'all. 
Because I've seen it time after time after time. You got people thinking certain things, acting a certain way. And it, if if in their mindset, if you don't do what they think you're supposed to do, and you don't even know nothing about it, oh my God. It's like you 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 in a movie and you're not even in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it is it's called maturity. Sit down and have a adult conversation with the other individual. Okay, if you feel that this person liking you and being around you and you really don't feel that way towards that person, sit down and let them know. Now, how they take it, you don't have control of that, but at least you're being honest with that person. That's all I'm saying. And that's part of single-mindedness. And the only way that you can get to that point, if you take uh, evaluation of your strides so far in life, and, and especially in relationships. And I'm talking about business relationships. I'm talking about friendship relationships. If, if intimate relationships, husband and wife relationship, if you was in, the, if you were married and now you're not, you know, I, I, I met a young person that really didn't understand certain things about being separated and going through a divorce. If you're not with that person after six months, according to IRS, you single, you're not married anymore. So why are you still caring? The name married, fallen, single. I mean, married, fallen, separate. You ain't together, so you single. That just shows you we still holding on. You know what I'm saying? So we have to allow the Holy Spirit as single people, allow the Holy Ghost to come in your life. Allow God, take time out with yourself. You know, start, if you have to read, you know, I did a lot of reading. I watched a lot of documentaries. You know, I, I stayed in the Word. I listened to other people's conversations. And then I made an evaluation on myself. I said, you know what? I refuse to be like that. I refuse to act like that. And a lot of things with me, like my daughter was laughing at me. She said, my, no disrespect, but you know what? You kind of naive in a lot of stuff. It's, it's like you a little girl still in some things. And you know what? When I sit down and think about it, you know what? Maybe I am. Because I was raised in a very structured, confined environment growing up. And just think about it. When I did get out on my own, boom, I went right into marriage. So I'm, I'm secluded, right? I'm confined in that situation. And then it didn't act right. And so that's why in 1995, I was in this little rebellious state, you know. It, it, I had built up a name, Ghetto Flat Fabulous, man. Huh, I'll take you down in a second. Get out my way because I'm coming and I'm coming angry. That's how I was, but God had to help me. And so that's what. All right, y'all. I'm going to, uh, I guess I'm going to really, really wrap this up. Uh, so this, this, this today in your notebook today, okay, we were supposed to identify some things, uh, our hurts, the things that happen to us as singles and. If you reevaluate yourself and be honest with yourself, um, you can start talking and ask God too. Ask God because you know what? He treat us real like onions. The Lord showed me this one time. Um, um, a person was going through something and asked for prayer. And as I was praying, the Lord was showing me this, this individual um, like an onion. And you know, onions, it has skin. And as you peel it, it's covered with a shell, right? But once you start peeling that shell away, the deeper you get into the seed of that shell, it becomes stronger, right? And it brings tears to you. Listen to me good. Well, we are like that onion. 
this body is our shell. But as life hit us, right, it goes deep, right? And so we we cover our our hurt and our pain and all the negative stuff. We cover that up and it becomes a layer of skin. So as we get older and we and if we never deal with it or nothing ever comes about to touch on it, it's still gonna be sitting there. And then you notice sometimes some onions, if they sit out or it's just some of those onions, they go bad. You really don't know they're bad until you cut into them and they, they rotten. Well, we don't deal with certain issues, just like the onion that get rotten. On the inside, we become hard and bitter and become rotten. And our attitude and our actions spill over on the outside to others. So this is what I'm saying. You have to treat yourself like this onion. And God sees us delicate because he created all of us, right? He created you and I. He know what makes us ticks because he made us. He also has seen the hurt. He's seen how the enemy just come in through people and through circumstances and through uh, tragedy and through loss. God sees it all. Don't think that he don't see it. He sees it all, y'all. Now, it's up to us to take time out, okay, and have a, a dialogue with God. Talking to God, like I'm talking to you now, you can talk to the Heavenly Father. And the Holy Spirit is right there if you have accepted Jesus Christ in your heart. Jesus himself sent you help. That's the Holy Spirit. He's right there with you. He's right here with me now. He's my friend. That's who I communicate with every day. And I can hear what Jesus and the Father is telling him to tell me. It's not that I'm always talking to God. No, I have the Holy Spirit here to help and guide me. That's what Jesus said. He, he said, I must go. It's expedient that I, I got to get back to my house. <laughs> that's, that's my interpretation. Jesus said, I'm out of here. I did what I had to do. I'm out. But I will not leave you comfortless. I'm going to send you some help. To sustain yourself, to live in this earth until I come and get you again. To I return to receive you unto myself. So with that said, we take time out. And that's why it's good. Take some time out for yourself. Go do something. Go take a walk in the park. Go take a trip. Go do something to enjoy yourself as a single person. So God can start reconstructing your mindset. Heal your hurts speak to you and those things that's covered up with the layer of skins like the onion the holy spirit will begin to peel it back and as he peel it back you're gonna start seeing some stuff and guess what some of the stuff may not be good and you're gonna have to say yes lord i'm sorry i acted like that i repent help me and you know what's so wonderful about daddy he does that he'll come in and he'll hold you, he'll overshadow you with his love, and you'll be able to have joy, unspeakable joy. And that's why the word of God tells us that he give you peace that's, suspect, um, that's past it all understanding, and it will guard your heart and mind. See, a lot of people don't understand my joy, but my joy comes from the Lord. And no matter what I'm facing, I have unspeakable joy because God has guarded my heart. I have a clear mind. I can focus now. And I can help somebody in the midst of my struggle. And that's all God wants us to do today. Be blessed.
Alright you guys, this is Dr. D with the Boom Factor and um, we should be in the car driving to the sanctuary. However, we have to really, really start praying for our single mothers, okay? I, um, it's not like how it was when I had my children. Um... It's at a whole nother level. But with that said, God just built me somewhere, some way. God have built me in a certain way that I have inner strength. Okay? It, it was hard. It was challenging. But I was just determined to do what I have to do for my children's sake. Right? And with all of that, being involved, dealing with job trying to deal with the fathers you know the dissolved marriage you know going through the divorce and then being single then you got to deal with men and then you come into the church and now you got to deal with the brothers in the church so it's like you just say you know what i just want to stay celibate i want to you don't mean to be but according to the word of god that's what he say anyway right but in the midst of it, I have not found where they really acknowledge single mothers and the things that they have to encounter, especially with children. Now, I explained all that like that. And for me to go into more detail, y'all just going to have to wait for the books to come out. Uh, or go through my feed and just go search for certain topics. I'm, I'm sure I didn't touch on it, but I didn't really go into details of my life personally yet. Me being a single mother after divorce, you know, and coming to the knowledge of Christ. And um, being single in the Lord and the things you have to deal with, right? So, I didn't got them dressed, right? Didn't eat. Got them dressed. They forgot to brush their teeth. Well, my two-year-old granddaughter, she's potty trained, right? So we, now listen to her, we dressed. Well, they dress. I'm trying to do something to my hair. Um, so my grandson, you know, with his helpful self, my daughter is really raising him to be a nice, to be a nice young man. So he's there trying to help his sister, right? Now she didn't potty, right? She didn't potty. But he didn't realize that they had urine in the pot, right? Now we read it. <laughs> so he didn't put the pot up because I don't see where she have like a stepping stool for autumn. So he put the pot up for her to step up to use the pot, not knowing that they had urine. In the pot, you guys. Oh, my goodness. And now, they have urine all over the floor. So, with that said, let's see what they got out of here. So, with that said, I have to mop it up, empty the pot, wash out the pot. Now, she's, brush she's still brushing her teeth, right? 
Now she got two pieces all over her shirt. <laughs> so now I gotta change her clothes. You see where I'm going? Now I didn't, I didn't saw my daughter. Um, already had got all her stuff out. And um, to the point where she prepared herself for work. You know, prepared herself for work. This morning, she took out the clothes for me. So, it won't be so stressful on my part. You know, like I told her, I said, girl, look, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a veteran with this, girl. Just, you know, be that clothes. I got it. Oh, no, mama, make sure I have all this for you. So, I respect that. But I'm just saying all of that, you guys. If you know a single parent. And they 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 they're trying to make it she work. You know, she's a nurse, so you know how that is all automatically, right? She's a nurse. So that means they have long hours. And uh she work on a weekend, extra. And um you just have to really put that in consideration, right? And respect the working mothers that's trying to do it and trying to do it the God way. It's hard, y'all. Well, I'm going to take that word back because the way of a transgressor is hard. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. And it kind of behooves me when I hear preachers and people really like just giving the singles a hard time. Instead of trying to be a blessing to them, right? That's trying to be a blessing to the singles. Encourage them. Help them. I know they have a lot of agencies that's there for the singles. But what about the gospel community? You know what I'm saying? Where is the gospel community to really make sure, like in the Bible days, in the book of Acts, that nobody was lacking. So that means they had to communicate with the with the ones. Oh, my thing about the bus. Oh, no. You know, that means they had to communicate with each other to know who all needed one. You know, who all needed what. Because they had to look out for each other because the Roman church wanted to kill them. You know, this is after Jesus had died and resurrected writing came back now he didn't he didn't walk the earth for 40 days now he didn't ascend it back to heaven so now they're there jesus gone he ain't here no more y'all even not jesus ain't here jesus on the right hand of the father but he said what did he say he said i'm gonna leave you some help okay i'm, I'm trying to did I do this right? I'm trying to fix my ponytail in my hair, y'all, while I'm talking to y'all. And I think I'm going to put it the wrong way. I hope I'm doing this right. And so... Okay, why is she crying? Why is she crying? So I'm just sharing that because... 
a lot of times, most of the time, the church really forget about the tasks that the single parents have to encounter just to get their day straight. All right? And see, I supposed to be on I-45, I mean, 45 now. And I, Lord, I don't know what I didn't do at this point to tell y'all. <laughs> and then put the hair through something. Really, I was trying to be gentle because I saw where um, it was about to bust. It was about to pop on me. We don't want that to happen. Dr. D have her hair. I braided my hair back up. And it didn't have the color that I... I usually have three types, three colors. A light, medium, and dark. It's a 30... Let me see, it's a, it's a 30, um, 30, 27, and 33. That's the line of Judah colors. That's the colors that I wear in my hair when I braid my hair. But they did not have my 27, so I'm going to have to find it, right? Because it really brings out the lion in me. <laughs> I think I got it. Kind of look like uh, Shaka Khan today, but um, yeah. So that that's that's something that was in my spirit. I wanted to share, and I know you guys know some single some singles out there. Stop running, you guys. They got people stay downstairs. I keep telling y'all that. No, you start running too. He 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 gonna throw his sister underneath the bus. He gonna say now all of them start running, and he's running too. Ain't that something? Children free, yeah. Okay, so let me um. Let's straighten up the living room so when your mama come in, at least that'll be okay. Where's your shirt? Girl, go put your shoes on. See, look, now she done took the shoes off. Lord have mercy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> See, when I, when I had to get ready to go somewhere, no, don't put those on. Let's put the tennis shoes on. No sandals. No, we're not going to do sandals. It's my soap. And, uh, I don't know. I think my eyeglasses might be too strong. Huh? So why did you go? Uh, what you doing? What you doing? Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Wait. You doing that, Adam? Sit down properly. Huh? You're trying to stand up and pee at the same time. That's not going to work, sister. Yeah, tap yourself, and let's go before I have to change the clothes again. Did you just open that door? Oh, okay. All right, come on, come on, come on. Cause see, I see y'all about to get in some mischief. Get out. Come on, come on, out the. You just come out. Pull your pants up. 
See what I'm saying, y'all? They're getting into something else. So she's two, he's eight. So parents, the single parents have to deal with this. And um, with work, they got to get the children ready. Like three, four times before they even can walk out the door. You say hello. I'm Autumn. Oh, oh, you want to say hi? What's up, people? <laughs> hello, people. How you know I was recording? Cause <laughs> I'm always recording, huh? Hello. Don't touch nothing. How y'all doing this morning? <laughs> so that means you guys gonna have to respond so I can let Adam know that y'all heard him. That's why he's doing that, okay? Huh? <laughs> When you come to my office, Adam, what you do? Hello! I'm going to say, hey, guys, I'm a future CEO. All right, now. And where you go sit? In the future CEO chair. All right, now. See, I'm training him up now. <laughs> Every time he comes to the office, he go. I, I tell him, you you are a CEO. I'm training him right now. Here, Autumn, you got another um shirt to put on. This is our, this is the next generation. So we got to train them up, you guys. Oh, it's missing. Yeah, you're going to put this on top of that because it'd be kind of chilly. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. And where are, you, where are your shoes? Where are your tennis shoes? Huh? Oh, no. Come on. Ah, 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 ah. You can go back in there. And I already have the little baby dog in the car. Right? See, y'all forgot about the other this top. Come on, put this on. And I got to brush your hair again because, look, now her hair's all. She done took the hair scarf off. Now I got to brush your hair. Your hair all over your head. Come on, I'm going to do that when we get there. Put what time it is. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. It's 10. Oh, Lord. We is late. Yeah, we are late. Because I had to clean up that pee-pee. Oh, my God. For the first time. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know it was. Dang, y'all. It's 10. Okay, y'all. I'm going to talk to y'all later. We got to go. Yeah, go quick, quick, quick. I ain't going to be that quick. Because the drive is almost 30 minutes. Yeah. All right, y'all. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Where's my key? Jesus.